Good evening and welcome to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Once again, it's Wednesday night, Eastern Standard Time. Where is it? Eastern Daylight. Where are we when the time changes? Everyone gets mad and gets confused driving around in the dark at the wrong time. What is that, daylight time or Eastern time? I get confused, too. I'd say it's Eastern. So we're 7 7 p.m. Eastern. How about that, Jack? Yeah, here we are, Wednesday. We're going to talk about small business, which we we absolutely love with a passion. We being myself, my name's Jack Mancini, and my longstanding business partner, Adam Sunhalter. And we are business coaches with Maximum Value Partners. And Dirty Secrets of Small Business is our show, the name of the show, and what we do is extract actual live ongoing situations with business owners, small business owners defined as 25 employees down to one. But there are are problems and there are issues that we meet on a daily basis. Over our 15 years, we've covered just about everything you can imagine. And so we made a radio show out of it. And we talk about those dirty secrets that pop up and those business situations that pop up. And there's solutions to all of them. And a lot of the business owners could benefit tremendously by listening to us and copying those little answers. And that's okay. We allow that. Copy to your heart's content. (laughs) (laughs) But tonight we're going to talk about avoiding, avoiding common pitfalls. Working with your spouse. Now, many of us have spouses, and many of us have situations that when you're combining two personalities like that, that live together, uh, married, otherwise, whatever the arrangement, makes no difference. They live together and they work together. Wow, that's pretty tough. And anyone who doesn't think it's tough is crazy. And you know what it (laughs) means to live through that, you folks who, who know exactly what I'm talking about. But, Adam, you've had a, uh, a comparative opportunity here with, with parents growing up that basically, I don't think they ever fought. <laughs> they That's never, right. took, they never took all these pitfalls. So you've, uh, seen, the, you've seen the optimum <laughs> outcome here. Right. And you've also seen the non-optimum outcome here. So we're going to talk about them. We're going to mix it in with some of our business uh, experiences that we meet day-to-day with our clients. So what do you think, Adam? Tell us about how great... That's working with your spouse in a business is. That's right. Well, as you might as you might have gathered from the title about pitfalls, it's not all. Uh, people seem to be very fond of talking about rainbows and unicorns. I'm not really sure what that means in terms I of. I don't know because that's supposed to be like all oh, fairy dust and things are great. Yeah, I don't necessarily think unicorns and rainbows are all like rainbows are kind of cool, but I don't know about unicorns. Kind of creepy actually. But in any case, goofy. So, it's so goofy. No, Goofy's from Mickey Mouse, right? Well, that's and Pluto. You know, it's Mickey Mouse, right? <laughs> that's right, all the good stuff. Oh, that's separate discussion. So, yes. So here I am, 40, 45 years old. My parents are still perfect. Is that what you're trying to tell me? That they, they, they've Pretty never fought, never, never had any problems? Never an argument on <laughs> either business or personal. Right. So. so, yeah, something that's very near and dear to my heart, as far back as I can recall, you know, my parents have, have always worked together. And, again, when you grow up around that, you assume that's just how things are. And things went relatively smoothly. You know, there were some different discussions, and, and they did some things very, very well that I didn't realize until a little later on life that how well they were doing certain things, Jack. <coughs> Excuse me. So a big part of it is, is they did a good job of, uh, of avoiding many of the pitfalls we'll talk about tonight, but also they did some things that are, are good you know, to do. So we'll talk and cover in, in, in today's show some do's and don'ts. And do's and don'ts are good. I like that. And you can learn. You can learn from other people. If you can learn from other people's mistakes, that's even better because those are less painful than your own. Um, And they can also save you some heartache and some other troubles throughout throughout that time. So we'll get into that tonight. And if if you want to be part of the show, you're always welcome here on Dirty Secrets of Small Business. You can can give us a call, 440-946-9468. We can answer phone calls that way. You can tweet at us, at Maximum uh, MVP, and at Jack M MVP, and at Adam Sonhalter. You can also email Email us, radio at MaximumVP.com. Lots of ways to get a hold of us. You can also text that same number, 440-946-9468, to put your questions in there as well. So whatever works best for you, feel free to kind of throw it out there and be happy to, to respond and collect your thoughts and ideas. And if you have some, some stories to share, we've got plenty of stories to share. But if you have your own story you want to share when it comes to your spouse and 
why you feel it's a good thing to do and how well it's worked for you. You know, as we were going through and looking at this, not only from our from our own perspective and personal experiences, like you're mentioning, Jack, but we have all kinds of clients like that too. So we'll vicariously live through client situations in terms of things that are going well, there are things that aren't going well. But it's not to say no-brainer, but it's a very common thing to have spouses working together. I mean, you figure this is a person that, that you're, you're you get married to, you you live with, you maybe, maybe you procreate with, you have all this kind of stuff that, you know in common. Why not get into business together as well? Who else would who else would be a better partner, right? It happens time after time when when businesses start the the people who started the business look around for people who they trust first, or at least that's what they say. And who else can you trust more than your spouse, technically? And and from that, basically, you you start a company. So many companies start with friends and family, and there are huge pitfalls with that. And that's what we're going to get into tonight. You you think they're the optimum selection for being uh, a business partner or come into business with you. But, boy, that, that is not an easy sale. Not S-A-L-E-S-A-I-L. <laughs> easy sh- ship to sail. That's a uh, sail with a bunch of holes in it. So, so let me give you a couple things. So, again, so my parents had a company. They worked together for 40 years, and they're getting ready to celebrate their 50th anniversary in terms of wedding. So success on both fronts, okay? Four decades in business, five decades uh, together as a married couple. And, again, th- they are they are abnormal. I didn't know that growing up, but they are abnormal in a good way, okay? Let me just give you a couple, a couple of, of, of to-dos that they, I think that they did very, very well. Uh, first off, when it comes to a spouse in the business, this is true whether you're in business with a spouse or another partner, but it, someone, someone, one, needs to be in charge. One person, okay? Now, that may be a very different person in your personal life, Versus your business life, and that's okay. And that was that was the case for my parents. There was no doubt that my dad was in charge when it came to the business side of stuff. He was the face of the company. He was he was the guy going out to get the clients. He understood the business part of it. She was more behind the scenes, more in a support role, handling the financials, a lot of the HR stuff. She handled a lot more. In in the MVP term, she handled a lot more of the administrative circles, where my dad was handling more of the product and service circles, and the marketing and sales circles. So he was definitely the guy who was in charge when it came there. Now, when it came to the home front, it could be a very different story. Altogether different. That's right. And I was discussing with my dad the other day. He still on, he still has an allowance every uh, every <laughs> every month that he's on <laughs> as a 70-year-old man. But that's that's how things have been with them for years. My mom's very good with the numbers. She handles handle the numbers, obviously, in the business, but also from a, from a personal standpoint. But there's no doubt that she rules the roost and is in charge when it comes to the home front, too. Not necessarily, these aren't necessarily good or bad ways, but it's it's a very different and very distinct way that they handle things, okay? And, again, that's just how it was. That's just, you know, that's just how it was. And they kind of lucked out accepting those roles so early on and then keeping them, keeping them working, you know, rather than encroach on each other's territory. It uh, it's worked out well, and that's that's somewhat of the magic formula that basically allows somebody to do that, to not compromise, to basically uh, just give in. You know, it's not give in in a negative way. It's just okay. This is your turf. This is my turf, and you handle it. And tell me what whenever I'm on your turf, what I'm doing, what I should do, and I'll respect that. And that's what they've accomplished, and that's what's required for for any partnership to, to thrive, spouse or no spouse. That's right. And the, the tying into this, they have they they had very clearly clearly defined roles, you know, within both situations. And what's interesting about it too is you know, my brother bought the company, officially took over about three years ago. He's been president, kind of running things for for a little longer than that. And my mom has assumed a similar kind of role with my brother. You know, my, my brother's the guy who's in charge. Again, he's handling the product and service side. He's handling handling the, the the marketing and sales piece, where she's still handling a lot of the administrative stuff now. She give him an allowance too, or no? 
she she would love would love to. Um, she does it from the business standpoint. She'll 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 uh, help guide from that standpoint. But on the personal front, she's given all kinds of guidance about it, Jack. But you know, ever since he you know became about sixteen or seventeen and started working for himself, she wasn't able to work the allowance you know, the, the, the allowance level anymore, right? But yeah, she would she'd absolutely love to, right? I'm, I'm sure she's probably uh, advised his his his, his wife <laughs> on that. But that's a little different when you know, you know when you get into the, involved in that. So. So having again having somebody in charge that's that's a key overall thing but sub you know a sub bullet point is underneath that in terms of having just those roles then defined so being in charge is a big part of it but also having those roles very well defined and people staying in their staying in the roles that's you know that's a big deal and we see a lot of folks that don't necessarily do that or haven't done that very well where it gets very confusing and you know if somebody's not in charge and it's like kids with parents you know they'll go to mom for one thing or dad for another thing or they'll go back and forth depending on what response they're looking for if no one's in charge or if they're both in charge and if they aren't you know because it's difficult people are you got multiple people in charge to get them on the same page so the divide and conquer strategy often will happen and much like kids employees will go to one versus the other and try to get what they're looking for knowing that one hey we've got examples of this you know we got a client we work with now for, for a number of years where the the wife is playing more the bad cop and the husband who's really the person in charge um, will often talk very tough but people kind of know there's that soft softer side to him you know (laughs) and so you know they can get pretty much what they're looking for if it's just him but if she's involved, whether it be involved physically in the meeting, if they're having a meeting or discussion, or it's the meeting after the meeting when the husband goes back and talks to the wife about what's kind of going on, and um, the wife will often play the bad, the bad cop. And it wasn't a conscious decision on that end either, just kind of that's the roles that they've kind of taken on, and so that's just how they operate. And so is that a, a good functioning bad I, you know for, you know that creates some frustration for them. So we have you know we've had we've, we had discussions with the spouses about this in terms of some of the challenges and frustrations that you know it creates because it's it, it, it's very different when one is a little softer softer touch a little more free spending perhaps than the other one again it creates you know, much like a can in, the, in their personal life it can create problems in the business life as well. So not having those roles necessarily clearly defined or people you know, sticking in them can be very, very, uh, very, very challenging, especially when you kind of fall into those roles. So money creates, you know, can create a, a pretty a pretty big issue. And so we're touching on this now because, again, this is going to be a theme throughout the show, Jack, in terms of money kind of, you know, because money is a big deal, in it, you know, when it comes to business. Or the personal life, money you know, always creates. A Money's always, always at, at the heart, no question. But also at the heart is taking things personal. And as you, if you have a spouse, you know that your spouse reacts to certain things at certain times. So you learn through the years not to, <clears throat> excuse me, not to push those points. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to back off for a minute on that thought until until we get back from our break. Our break. Oh, you're going to tease the audience. Jack. I am. I want to tease. That's good. All right. So we'll tease them about that. There's a lot, we got a lot of good stories to kind of share. We, we, we shared here just a couple of to-dos. Okay. We've got some to-don'ts as well. We're going to share those, and we've got some good stories to share there as well. This is, again, it's a common thing. If, if you are currently working with your spouse, if you're thinking about pulling your spouse into the business, or if you know people who have their spouse in the business, this is a good holiday time discussion, Jack, for people when you're around, around oh, time. Right. So anyway, stick around. We've got some more stuff to go. Jack just teased you. What did you tease him about, Jack? What are you going to talk about? About personal stuff. Personal stuff. All right. So we're going to come back talk more more about personal stuff when we head back from the break here. So stay tuned. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini. By the way, we're business coaches with a company called Maximum Value Partners. We've got more dirty secrets of small business coming your way here on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online, WINTradio.com. Yeah, 
All right, we're back at it here on Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Welcome back. Thanks for uh, joining the show this evening. If you're a, a new listener, welcome to the show. We'd love to have you. Glad you glad you made it. And if you're a longtime listener, welcome back. Glad you're here. Glad to, Always good to have some good fans of the show. I'm your co-host, Adam Sonhalter, and I'm here with my co-host, Jack Mancini. And before we went to break, Jack was teasing about personal stuff. Personal stuff. I'm not sure what he's talking about. That's like personal hygiene. I, I, I don't know, Jack. Jack, you got some, some ideas about it. hygiene. Yeah. Finish <laughs> that word that's a good word could be that's some personal stuff for sure that and, is real. okay so uh, jack's getting into some of the some of the don'ts i think here we, we, we had a couple of things to do when you're when you're talking about uh pitfalls and ways to avoid pit, common pitfalls of working with your spouse but jack has some don'ts here i think start with the personal stuff jack so what kind of personal stuff are you thinking about that uh well, are things picture, we shouldn't be doing picture here you business owners out there i'm not telling you things you don't know maybe maybe you're just hearing in a way that it registers for you uh, in in the right way but you have a spouse maybe you've been together for five years or 40 years or 50 years who knows and you learn by living with your spouse little idiosyncrasies little problems they can be little that annoy the hell out of your spouse and <laughs> you know what those are through trial and error you know night long uh, sulks night long I'm not talking to you kind of thing maybe even longer depending on what you do you know those trigger points you can feel them you can see them and you know sometimes when you say something it's oops now what am I going to do argue or back off or just uh, suck it up and listen the point being you know those trigger points so in a business, you don't necessarily want those obstacles in your way, but they're there. So here's a business problem, and you know you got to go up and tell your spouse that this is wrong for this reason, and it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to encroach on those trigger points that you know personally at home that's going to upset your spouse. And so, so just so, so, so just the way you're talking, Jack. So this is a, th- a thought pattern. Here you are as the, the executive in charge or the person in charge. You're going to go talk to one of your key people, probably, right? And you have a message to deliver. But instead of worrying about what the message you're going to deliver, I'm worrying about <laughs> I'm worrying about <laughs> the next day and a half. Am I sleeping? I go through this. Stuff, right, right. Well, you're about am I sleeping on the couch tonight? Right. I think that's more <laughs> what you're <laughs> thinking. How do I work around this so I can I can come home and have a you know have a nice meal or do, whatever we're going to do to where it's not going to be very tense and awkward. It'll right? be that word okay. we like. We haven't used it much for a while. Snit. Snits. Okay. Get in All a, right. a day long, two day long <laughs> snit. Okay. And, wait, and you can't do anything about it. You just got to ride it out like a bad storm. All right. So you're so you're approaching your spouse here, and you have all these thoughts in your mind. So what do you do when you have those thoughts in your mind? Do you do you do you get chicken? Do you not do you not bring it up? Do you yeah? Do you? No, I like I like <laughs> the uh, the the phrase. You got to draw the line at the right time and place. So you know. You, if, if you're <laughs> drawing the line, wait, drawing a, a line in the sand, kind of thing. Kind of thing. I dare, I dare you to cross this line. Now, do I want? I know, <laughs> I know. No one else in the company knows what I know at this point. And all of a sudden, Jack's going softer. Why didn't he say this? Why didn't he do this? <laughs> I can't explain it to anybody. Even then, she'll probably be, or if it's a her, might be a, a him. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll be upset because they know you've maybe should have said something and it didn't. You, you get into the spousal situations where you can't win you can't lose you're just dead you're dead in the water okay so i'm gonna i, I want to i don't lose this thought so you're talking about something that you shouldn't be doing about bringing personal stuff in here and as you're talking about that jack i think about something you should be doing which is being aware of what you just said also hey jack's getting a little soft what's kind of going on your team is watching Team is Your team is always watching. watching, right? So be very, very aware and tuned and sensitive to that, that the team is watching how things are going on. They're, they're aware of whatever, whatever issue you're getting ready to bring to your spouse right now and how you're handling it, they're, trying, they're, they're, they're watching. Because how you handle your spouse is going to tell me how how you're going to handle me throughout the right? company. That's right. <laughs> how are you going to handle me, right? And so now, if you come in and do that, say, "Oh, with that, I'll bang you over the head," right? right? Okay, right. Different. So, so I'll get. Wait, I'll, I'll use one of your other favorite words here, Jack. That's not fair. Oh yes. You can't treat your, you, can't, you can't treat him that way and, and treat me. What, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, because what what yeah what 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 he did was much worse than what I did, and, and he got off with it with just a, a slap on the wrist. And I'm getting suspended for a couple days you know what 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 gives you know what happens that's that's right you're you're put into a position where you really can't say what needs to be said 
and you don't want to carry that burden home. Now, that's a real conflict. Now, people will, will say, screw it, I'm going to do what has to be done, and they're going to take the argument, they're going to take the snits. The point is, if I have a non-spouse in that same situation, I'm going to be pretty objective. I'm going to say what has to be said in the tone required, and we're going to not worry. The thought of, of having a snit with, with an employee is almost unheard of. You know, I'm not going to do it. I, won't, I wouldn't tolerate it. It's an easy line to draw in the sand. Whereas if I got to take this this problem home and make it a personal thing, my God, that's one of the last things I want to do. Okay, so I think part of what you're trying to say is make sure you're, you're somewhat cautious in terms of how you use that knowledge you've got. You mentioned all the knowledge and nuance of stuff you're aware of. So be careful how you that's use right. that. Be very judicious how you use that. And when it comes to, uh, let me give you a, a, a similar topic, which is personal stuff, and let me give, you, uh, give it to you on the reverse. You're mentioning the snits, Jack, right? So... If all of a sudden something did happen at home, nothing to do with business at all, but something did happen at home, maybe something with, with the kids, with the house, whatever it might be, but all of a sudden there's a, there's an issue. So you and the spouse, and you, you, aren't, you aren't talking. There's, there, there's tension. If somebody walks into your home, they can tell things aren't hunky-dory, right? And cut the tension. Right? All right. So now we talk about this all the time when it comes to, especially when it comes to family, but it's true for business in general, but especially for family. When you get to the doors of the company, Whatever that baggage you're carrying and the personal stuff, leave it in the car, leave it the front, leave it outside when you walk in the door. Easier said than done. You know that. <laughs> it's it like is. going on vacation and don't think of business. Right. Find a little switch. That, oh, okay. I'll, I'll not think of business. I'll click, click it off, right? <laughs> so we had we had a client years ago, Jack and I did, and it was it was they were spouses. And they were so bad at this personal stuff and bringing it into work. And oh, yeah. they would come so in, bad. and there would be stuff that was going on. And, and, and oftentimes, there would be arguments that were going on. Because it, it wasn't subtle. This wasn't the the more reserved, passive-aggressive subtleness. This is no. This is all out War of the Roses type stuff, where it's going to be knock down, drag out. Um, I'm going to be calling you all sorts of names and everything else. And, and scream at the top of my lungs. To a point, in, you know, in vein, the office, vein popping, vein popping screams at each right. other. This is now wait. These are grown adults couple who love each other. Adults. That's right, <laughs> right. Supposedly, and there we're coaching them. We sit down for a uh, a meeting at a conference table, and within two minutes of that meeting, they're at each other. I mean. It, 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 it's amazing nobody got killed. It, it's obvious that they eventually got divorced, and they could never, they, I mean, they could never reconcile. It seemed impossible. Well, this is the polar opposite. I started the show here, given the background of my parents and four decades in business and five decades in marriage, and this company didn't even last a decade, and the marriage even less than that. And it's because of a lot of this personal stuff. And so, picture being an employee at that place. And there's, you know, not only the employee, but there's there's issues with folks who are also in the same office building complaining about about noise and, and yelling and things going on. And again, it, it almost never had, had anything to do with business. <laughs> it's all personal stuff that's being brought in, and and so you got to be very very aware of that personal stuff and being able to divide it. And again, my parents did it well, and they may have been been able to do it well just because their roles were, were, were different. You know, my, my dad wasn't necessarily in the office a lot. He was out, you know, he was a guy out kind of seeing customers or traveling or doing this or that. But he was out and about. So maybe they, you know, they got some, maybe they maybe they enjoy going to work because they got some space from each other. Because even though they're working the same company, they're still, they're still be able to be separated, good, good having their roles, be. and kind of get down. Yeah. Hey, I don't, I don't need to deal with you the rest of the day, you know. Or if we do, I'm going to deal with you as it relates to this. And yeah, but you're always you're always aware of it. You know, to your point. That's and this is again, we're talking about spouses today. But you can take this stuff and you and you may even water it down a little bit and, and apply it to a, a sibling or a friend or a co- whatever it might be. Some other relation too is close to you because all these things apply. We're taking the spouse because the spouse to us is the is, is the penultimate. That's the big dag, you know, the, 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 the big dog here, right? Because that's the one that's supposedly your most trusted person, that, you know, for anything. So all these things apply to that stuff too, but the, the personal thing is a big, big deal and can be a downfall for the company, downfall for the, the marriage itself, can be downfall. A big reason for downfall for the company could be it's keeping away good people. I mean, if you're a good person, why on earth... Would you be putting yourself in a situation to go to a to go to work every day where you've got the owners yelling at each other, yelling for stuff yelling. that has nothing to not, do with the business? Not talking loud, yelling, screaming. 
No, it uh, it's a tough one. It's and and we have a lot of clients like that. Now that seems that seems to be one Not of the more that bad, but a yeah, lot of well, a lot no. of our work comes down to being uh, armchair psychologists, for lack of a better description. Well, we take the extreme example there. We got other examples of uh, of stuff like that, Jack, which which we can talk about. But uh, we'll we'll make our points. That's an extreme example, just just to kind of draw the point. And again, our client wasn't the only person who's like that. They're one example of it. They're they're the more extreme. You know, if my if my parents are on one end of the spectrum, the, these these folks are on the other end of the spectrum. There's a bunch of folks that are in between. And part of what we're trying to figure out is how to how to help you avoid doing this. It starts with, with the overall awareness of just to be aware of what's kind of going on. It's a big, big deal from that standpoint. Well, when you're when you're you know with your spouse when you first come come together, it's hey, this is the best person I could have as a partner. And we'll warn. We we see red flags waving. We pull them out, and they're the size of uh, big American flags flying on poles. Stop it! Don't do it! Don't hire your spouse! Don't hire your kids! Don't do it! Because ultimately, statistically, probably seven out of ten times, maybe higher from some of the number. I don't have them off the top, but basically, seventy percent or better have issues with family, and it's because of personal issues, ways that you. You've manipulated ways that you've triggered points. You know, all those things come to bear, and they're used against you, like anybody trying to hit you up for a raise or, or talk about, uh, you know, something that, that requires a little bit of self-promotion. You know the tricks. You know, I know the tricks on my parents, on my siblings. They know them on me, too. And if I'm fighting for survival or fighting for a big point that I'm trying to do and they aren't with me, That's I'm going to pull out all the stoppers. Like, where the hell did that come from? All right, so the personal stuff's taking the entire second segment here, Jack. So we'll come back. We'll talk about some more money stuff when we come back here. So stay tuned because money, you know, is not so obvious sometimes, folks. So stay tuned. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini. And we've got more dirty secrets coming your way here. So stay tuned here on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online, WINTradio.com. All right, all right. Welcome back. We're halfway done already and half more to go. And lots of good stuff to talk about here, Jack. And we're talking about some of these common pitfalls as it relates to working with your spouse. So welcome back here to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm your co-host, Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Adam's co-host, Jack Mancini. All right, Jack. I went to break. I talked about and teased him up for money. Money, money, money. And would your spouse steal from you? Boy, thought ever that's go? a great question. Has that thought ever gone through your mind as you're, as you're looking through? And, boy, a person I trust so much. I mean, they would never... They couldn't well, ever you know me. steal you know from me. You know everybody, everybody could steal. You know me. So, well, you got your, your auditing yes. background, Jack. Yeah, it, but that's one of those trigger points that I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> I dance around that one and find out and satisfy myself in other ways. So, what does that? So, what does that look like? So, we've seen different things, and and you know, we've had a number of, uh, of of clients and and even other folks who aren't clients we talked to about this, and they've they've brought up where they've had somebody has stolen from them. It comes in, in a variety of ways. Everything from people falsifying invoices with fake companies to to uh, you know, adjusting their payroll if, if they're if they're in charge or stuff like that. Yeah, whatever it might be. There's different ways people will, will, will test stuff out. But we've seen spouses in, in different situations where they've the the owner has abdicated the numbers, the financials to the spouse. Yeah, that's a pretty big word. I know. I, I, I was aware of the fancy pants. You know I was going to call you on that. I was making sure you're making sure you're awake over there, Jack. You were looking at me. I could tell. I, you, you I were, was You weren't going to use that word. You're going to get it fast oh. enough out of your mind. <laughs> Whenever I use more than two syllables, I know I got to be. I got to be aware. So a- abdicating is, is really just kind of turning something over to somebody. You're throwing it over the over the wall to them. You don't even look at it. You, you don't even think about it. You just say hey, you assume that they're taking care of stuff, right? We try to have a, a radio show that doesn't use 14 syllable words, and uh, abdicated That's only four. is uh, Come on. Uh, close to it. We, we, <laughs> we don't like we don't like fancy pants. We got a real aversion to fancy pants. I know. So okay, but, well go on. So but what happens is you know, we've seen a 
couple. I mean, it's paying a couple scenarios for you. So uh, one case we saw where you had actually the business had multiple partners, and the the spouses and they're doing the books, and the spouse is literally siphoning off money and depositing in, in a in a separate account because nobody was paying attention. Nobody's reviewing the financials. Nobody's looking at stuff. They just assume, hey, your spouse has got it, Jack. We're good to go. No questions asked. It's one less, one less thing for me to worry about. I can, I can, I can just, I can not, I can check off my box. No worries. It's a big thing to handle, but it's in good hands, right? We've seen we've got spouses again where people aren't necessarily looking at the numbers regularly. Part of the reason why we coach our clients to to, to look at numbers regularly, regularly being at least every month and comparing what's kind of going on, is you start to understand what's kind of going on. And and just the fact that you're reviewing numbers and asking questions, that alone can help prevent. Big deterrent. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're not looking or paying attention. So we had a client where the one spouse, this is often the case, one spouse is more of a spender, one's more of a saver. That's not not uncommon, and the and and, and in this case the, the the you know both spouses were owners, both spouses were working in the business, and the the one spouse is going to the person handling the books and saying, hey, can you can you cut me a check for this or cut me a check for that, and I'm the bookkeeper working at the company, Jack. The owner asked for something, I do whatever the owner asks for, right? That's right. And hey, by the way, don't tell my spouse that I asked you for this. It'll just be, be just between us, Jack. Uh, okay. Now all of a sudden I'm getting I'm getting a little uncomfortable, but I'm gonna probably comply. And this was going on for months, and unfortunately it didn't get uncovered until the point where the spouse got moved out of the business, and then eventually the marriage started to fall apart. And part of the discovery and the the bookkeeper weighed with guilt came back to the to to to, to the, the the remaining spouse and said hey oh by the way just so you know uh your soon-to-be ex here came to me numerous times over the years and we did a wink wink and don't tell the the, <laughs> the other spouse that, that they're cutting me checks here right and and the money just disappeared okay <laughs> and it can be tens or hundreds or thousands of dollars sure. uh, of this oh, stuff. Sure, absolutely. You know? And so, you know, we aren't, you know, we aren't fans of putting tight leash on. So, hey, somebody's going to, you know, take a few hundred bucks. That's no big deal. But it's the, hey, you know, we're taking this stuff. It's just, you talk about it. You talk about it, right? So, even with your spouse, and, and you, you got to set those ground rules. Your point, Jack, right? I mean, given your, your background in auditing, okay? So, we've seen a lot of just a small business, Jack, but I know your, your early part of your career, the first, you know, 10, 15 years of doing auditing stuff, you saw all kinds of crazy stuff all around the world of people scheming stuff and finding ways. And when you've got the will, there's going to be a way you can find a, uh, that's right. <laughs> to people, divert money. If those, tempta- those temptations just get too, too big, personal life uh, encroaches and an extra 10000 bucks or five thousand bucks or 150 bucks whatever it might be comes in handy no question about it so just because one of you handles the financials at home and you're okay with that that's fine that's your own personal thing comes to the business side you gotta you gotta be paying attention you can't just have it turned over to one you know even if it's kicking and screaming bringing your spouse in to make sure if you're the one handle the numbers bring them in and make sure that they that they know what's going on because you don't want those doubts to creep in. You want to make sure it's there. You want to make sure you're, you're paying attention and that somebody else isn't isn't getting in there too. But we've seen spouses, as silly as it sounds, right? Because it's all it's all the same place, right? It's it's right pocket, left pocket. It's coming from the same place, but <laughs> people do that's, that's where strange those, things. Those personal relationships come in to cause problems. So, hey, I want to take the the books away from my wife. Now, how am I going to do this? Hey, hon, uh, you know, I've been thinking, how, how long would you take to prepare for that meeting? She likes to do it. You know, you, you know that uh, somebody better is required for the betterment of the company. So imagine that snit. How do you, <laughs> I'm worried about your what, your, your ability to do this. Hey, I'll take, I'll take courses. I'll do this. I'll go get a degree. I'll, no, no, you know, that, that one, that's one of those can't win, can't lose deals. <laughs> but you got to have it. I, I have do. a note. I have you a note gotta. on this, Jack. It's called, it's called don't put your spouse into a role above their heads. 
Okay, right? And I have a little parenthetical to that, a little caveat, which is you, know, you touched on here, right? Would you hire them in that role if they if, the, if you weren't married to them? Oh, wait, right? one of the problems, and They're I'm already sure there. listeners can relate, they, they don't know how to assess that situation. <laughs> no, I, was, I thought you were going to say they're, they're, the person's already there, so it's well, too that, late. I've already hired them. How do I, how do I get them out of that role, right? Yeah. It's it, it's 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 hard. It comes down to, and some people can't do. That's why we, we again, Jack, you, you alluded to this. Let me let me pause for a second. We, when when our clients come to us, and they and if they don't have a spouse in the business or a kid or something like that, and they and they, they inevitably it'll come up as a discussion point, and often multiple times, <laughs> and we make no bones about it. We'll stop. Time out. Full stop. Let us be. Don't do it. Let us be tremendously. We can't be more clear than this. Now this is your company, and you're gonna do whatever, whatever the heck you want to do. But we strongly, strongly, adamantly advise against bringing this person in, the spouse. Let's go, whatever it might be. Here's why. Here are all things that can go wrong. And here's if you're going to bring them in. Here's uh, we go much like we're going through tonight on the show here, Jack. We're going through. Here's things you got to make sure you're aware of. Here are discussions you have to have up front. And even though you had them up front, you got to have them again next week and next month and next year because. People forget stuff, but if you're going to do it anyway, because you're cause the fact you're bringing it up to us, usually you've already kind of decided that you're going to do it. You just want to see if you can get us to. I'm not going to do it. Sign off. I'm on not going to do it two days before Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'll do it. Uh, I'll do it in the middle of a snowstorm somewhere where I can. Uh, you know, I. Right. It's just. Yeah, we know what so, we're talking about. So, here. so you got you got to make sure at this point. So don't make make sure you, that you don't put your spouse in a role that's really above their heads. So but one, the problem, though, Adam, is they do make that they make the decision against all that good advice. That's one of the most frequent. We we aren't wrong very often, and when we do advise, it's usually, you know, supported from multiple angles and experience. But and usually our our clients will listen to us. Uh, you know, high high percentage, eighty five percent of the time they listen to us, except for it comes to hiring hiring a family member. We throw all the warnings out, as Adam said. Uh, very animated process for us. Don't do it for these reasons, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Monday morning, who shows up? The new employee. Oh, that's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, the the reason the reason our, our, our to do and, and not to do lists are so long in this jack is because we've we've had to deal with other situations where <laughs> we're coaching people where they they will bring them in and we'll say, okay, let's reinforce. Here's what we're doing. Here's what we're not doing. Let's make sure we we continue. So it becomes part of our coaching with them. We we continue to reinforce these things and we point out where they have they have certain examples where things are kind of going on. And so if you've got your spouse in a role that's above his head, you gotta you gotta you gotta move them on. And it's it's on you ain't nobody else in the business who can do it i don't care if you've got if you have if you have other partners in the business that doesn't matter it's on you and we've had numerous situations like that you know we had we had one client where we had um the spouse was involved because the spouse had some had some technology background and the company needs some help with with technology stuff whether it be computer stuff or phone systems or what have you and it you know what this ties into is is another to do which is to be aware of stuff is being aware of the influence the influence that your spouse carries, tremendous influence of the spouse. Even in this case where the, the, you know, that, that spouse is coming in just to handle some, some IT issues, right? Very part-time, very, you know, but it's still the spouse of an owner. And the spouse of an owner... That's almost as good as an owner because that's right. You know, no how they're viewed, they know the they know the same thing. Who do you complain to when the, when that when that spouse is screwing up? So do I, uh, Jack, you know, yeah, your wife's great and everything, but you know she keeps. Well, I'm not going to tell you that. I'm going to I'm going to I may tell Sean about that because I mean, we're going to commiserate and complain about it. And so doesn't Jack know that his wife can't handle this stuff? I, what, what's going on? He must know. I mean, he's a pretty sharp guy, and he, but so. What's you must be afraid? What's going on? Must be afraid. Yeah, looks like a kindly. I better not say anything. Kindly person. I better not say anything either. If he's if he's afraid of her, I don't know what she's capable of. So <laughs> I'm just going to bite my tongue and kind of you know see how things are kind of going. Everybody lives with it. The good people <laughs> will eventually move on. Right. Yeah, that's what happens. So if, if you had a situation and you, and and again this happens quite a bit because often when we get involved, it's the the, the spouse has been involved for a while since the company was smaller and the company has now grown. And the area where the, the spouse is involved, it's kind of outgrown them a bit. And so that's a very mature discussion to have. And again, a lot of our clients have it, and, and they have it, and they're able to, to, to handle it. But we see a lot of folks that, that don't have those discussions. And they keep, well, I'm not quite sure when to bring it up. To your point, Jack, when's a good time to bring it up? And often what happens is it, it, it does you know, spill over, and it comes out 
you know, at home on, you know, on a Some Saturday night. You know, just time, yeah. Yeah. And they fight about something, 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 totally, something totally different at home, and it comes back to where now it's, it's, at, it's at work. And it's like, okay, well, so eventually it's going to come out, but just be aware of how to kind of do that. So, again, if they're in a role that's kind of above their heads, you got to make sure you get them out of that. And, again, keep in mind the tremendous influence. I don't care how involved your spouse is. You know, if your spouse comes to visit and doesn't, doesn't work with the company at all, your, your spouse being in, in those walls and, you know, in the company, can't, people will can't. stiffen it's up a little bit. the real world. That's yeah. right. Because, hey, it's, it's, it's kind of like the boss. It's the boss's spouse. It's, you know, they aren't going to separate those two. So we got about another minute here in the segment, Jack, before we get the break. I want to got a lot of things I want to kind of touch on still, too, before we get in terms of our do's and our don'ts uh, for our next uh, our next segment. But a couple of teasers here before we get before we head to break. Um, in terms of how you how you deal with and approach your spouse is very important, too. As we were saying, people are paying attention to stuff, right? So how you deal with your spouse is very, very important. I'll, I'll touch on a little more detail that when we come back from the break. And there's ways to, to, to help... Um, Help make sure that not only is a company doing well, but you want to make sure that your marriage is doing well too. It's one of those very difficult questions. If you had to had to choose, like trying to choose between you know between your kids, Jack, which one do you want to keep? That's right. right? Very well, hard. you got you got your marriage and your business. Which one's more important? Yeah, you? we find ourselves in in that coaching situation quite a bit. You know, right? Trying to broker the the peace and it, it, it overlaps <laughs> so we have, yeah, we have rule people try rules they tie rules like we aren't going to uh, talk about business at home okay right yeah you know? well, <laughs> that can work sometimes so we have lots of stories on, on both those fronts when you come back so stay tuned we'll, we'll talk more about that when we come back i'm adam sonhalter and i'm jack mancini and we are talking about pitfalls with working with spouses that's right and how to avoid them so stay tuned for more dirty secrets of small business here on integrity radio wint 1330 a.m 1015 FM and online wintradio.com segment of today's show, Jack. It goes by so quick as it does yes, every it week. Does. Here, so every week. Fast. We, we appreciate you sticking around here for Dirty Secrets to hear more about what pitfalls you have when you're working with a spouse, how to avoid them. And I'm going to throw a couple of them out here, Jack, and we can kind of talk about them. But I, I want to get them out so that the people are aware of them. First off, again, this is on, the, on things you shouldn't be doing. Don't disrespect your spouse. Okay? Because if you're going to disrespect your spouse, and I see it, well, that's, again, in my mind, that's going to be probably the closest person to you. And if you're treating your spouse that way, I'm starting to wonder, well, what are you going to do about me? I'm just a regular employee here. Even if, I'm a, if I think I'm a key employee here, if you're disrespecting your spouse, uh, yeah, that's not going to bode well. That's a good point. Very valid point. And don't, uh, along the similar lines there, don't talk bad about your spouse to others in the organization. You know, if that's a big part of what we provide, and we see this. And, you know, we'll often coach spouses together. We have clients that, that have spouses together. We have quite a few of them, actually, okay? We'll coach them together, but often there'll be times, too, where we'll coach them apart. And either that, you know, one can't make a meeting or we'll get phone calls in between. And we're often that that time where the, the, the other spouse can come and, for lack of a better term, complain about their spouse, Jack, right? And That's usually that's what a, it comes down. And that's natural. Yeah, but, but that's a very good place. So if you've got, you know, coaches like 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 Jack and I, that, that's a good place to kind of go. If you have a trusted advisor, if you have maybe it's something in your personal, your personal life, but not, a, you know, not employees at the company. Don't don't talk bad about your spouse. Don't complain about them to the people in the business, because part of it, the, 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 again, it's they're thinking about well, hey. If you're talking that way about your spouse, how are you talking about me and how, how are you going to handle me? And, well, wait a minute. You're the person in, in charge here. I can't do anything to fix this. So that, that why are you telling me? You're, you're talking disrespectfully and negative about people. It comes back to you or comes back against you all the time in ways that you can't even imagine. Just attitudinal. People will park it away, and they they more often than not will talk about it between themselves. You know, that negative. That, that I'm really a negative guy you know he was on then you'll get stories countering back and forth and all of a sudden your negativity has been validated and people that'll spread and no one will ever confront you with it 
So why do it? It doesn't gain anything. That doesn't it feels, work for the company. It feels good, Jack. That's why I do it. Because I, I got I got to tell somebody. I'm so frustrated. I'm so pissed off. I don't know what to do. So I'm gonna. I got a vent, and we're saying, don't do it. Go punch a wall. <laughs> All right. Punching a wall. That's punching the wall. That, dry drywall. Drywall. Punch holes through it. So you go into a, a prospect and you see 15, 20 holes punching the wall. We just turn around and walk out. <laughs> Somebody's agitating the boss that's, somewhere along the that's, line. That's right. That's a definite. That's a definite sign of something. Something to look for, right? <laughs> so so keep that in mind. I wanted to make sure we talk about that. Um, as far as what to do, we use this a lot, and it's very appropriate here. If trying to keep what's best for the organization at top of mind when making a decision. So some of the things we talked about here in terms of you know what roles people are going to be in, what's kind of going on, how you handle certain things. How do you try to keep that line divided and drawn between the personal and, and the business stuff? So ask yourself that question of what's best for the organization. And that's, again, focus on the business side of stuff. And usually the answer starts to come pretty clear when you're looking at that because it takes a lot of the emotions out, a lot of things we've been talking about today, Jack, in terms of the emotions that are part of any relationship, but especially a spousal relationship. If you're keeping that framework in terms of what's best for the organization, and keep that in mind when you're, when you're trying to figure some of these challenging situations out because sometimes it's, it may be better not to pick that battle. Right. Hey, you know what? It's better to live to fight another day instead of kind of blowing it up today. Let me wait a little bit. Or let me, you know, I, I need more time to, to kind of think about this or whatever it might be. But keep that in mind as a good framework to try to approach all your decisions. I agree. That's one business. of the most clarifying questions you can ask when things get a little overbearing and priorities are, are kind of vying for the top spot. And how do you how do you make that decision? Well, Ask that question. What's best for the company? And it it uh, makes the, the the difficulty of those questions ease up quite a bit. And it helps. Uh, you know, we were talking a little bit before about you know like a situation, for instance, where this would be very helpful is if you know you have your spouse is also in a in a role that they're kind of above their heads, or maybe you have a, a, you're at the point now where the, the company has grown to the point where it really makes it makes sense to move your spouse out of day to day operations. Now your spouse is always looking out for the you know you should be looking out for the best of uh, of you and and the company and and your relationship too. But if you approach them that way in terms of hey look, this is our company and I think what's best for our company right now is to have somebody that has these skills, and I sure as heck don't have them, you sure as heck don't have them. So how do we get them? And so yeah, so do we try to get better at this or do we bring somebody in? And if we do that, well. We got to, you know, one of us doesn't necessarily need to be here, you know, as often. So you start to, to, again, frame it as it relates to the organization in terms of, well, here's why it's best for us overall. And, hey, it's been a good run so far, but, hey, we've kind of outgrown. And, you know, again, you can do it in a way where it's 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 positive. And usually usually it's not a secret, right? If all of a sudden, you know, hey, I'm feeling it, Jack, and you aren't quite performing the way you need to be doing it, you're going to feel it too. But it's a matter of which one of us has the the guts to bring it up and talk about it and say hey this isn't quite not quite happening so we got we got to make sure we, we address it and talk about it so we can we can kind of get through it so we can bring it up in a softer way and again just say and again framing it within the organization Here, here's what we need from an organizational standpoint and we don't have it and the only way we can get it is we got to go outside and, we, and it's, it's going to require one of us to maybe step out and do something else. And that's that's an okay thing. It's a very natural thing, especially, again, where the company was when you started 10, 12, 15 years ago is different than, than it is today. You're different than you were then. So it's it's a natural thing. And, you know, again, like I said, more often than not, th- th- that spouse will feel it. They just weren't sure how to approach you about it. So the fact they're bringing it up, they'll be like, oh. So glad you brought it up. And it, it may not be, and what you're thinking is this tremendous thing you've been weighing on you for months or years. It's like, just put it out there. Let's talk through it a little bit, you know. So we do a lot of role playing on that with our clients to kind of talk through and practice it because it's well, so so many small businesses, Adam. Don't don't make it. They start two years from now, they're out of business. They're they're locked up. It's a Why? shame. It's a shame. Yeah. And they they don't understand what they don't know. The solution so often is to find that good person, put them in place. That person enhance the organization like you can't believe but coming up with that decision is very very difficult for the owner because he doesn't know what he doesn't know 
And so how do you arrive at that? Because that good person will probably come with uh, uh, more demands, not not in a negative way, but in, in terms of their experience, a higher income, a higher uh, impact on the company. And boy, that's hard to swallow for so many small business owners. They got to be walked through that. And even then, they aren't going to really understand it. They're going to be skeptical. But boy, oh boy, we've seen companies instantly transform themselves and take it up to the next step, as they like to say. Yeah, because what happens, too, this can create some stress, too, Jack, where, um, you know, it's like that poker term of being all in, right? Or the, the, the famous phrase of putting all your eggs in one basket. If, if all of a sudden both you and your spouse are working for the company, what well, if things don't go so well? Or if you have some tough times? You got to cut back on stuff. It's not easy. Versus, hey, if one's working in the business and one's working somewhere else, and you've, you're kind of you're spreading your risk a little bit too. So mm-hmm. there may be time where that starts to make sense. So that's again, you start having some of those kind of discussions where it can it can morph into some of the personal stuff. But it's you know it's it's key to kind of have some discussions, talk about it, have the the framework to kind of work through it. And again, don't underestimate the the practice, the role play that we're talking about. Because again, the thoughts in your mind somewhere as, as it starts to go from your mind down to your mouth, things get get jumbled along the way Boy, or the they? tonality sure can be wrong do. and it's not being heard you know, correctly and the words you choose can be important to start with. So those are all pretty important things. Let me give one more thing that you that you don't want to do. Okay. And this is this is a biggie. And this is this is uh you know, some people will maybe haven't haven't thought about this. Don't lose sight of why you got together in the first place. This is talking you know, talk about you and your spouse. Don't lose sight of that. It's so easy, so easy to lose sight, especially when it comes to business. You, know, you, you mentioned, Jack, you can try to draw lines between what, what, what you talk about versus what you don't talk about. You know, and I, mean, I guess most owners may find themselves where, or, you know, we had one client actually that brought the spouse into the business because often what they talked about at night was the business. Because the, spouse, the one spouse wasn't involved in the business, and so the one spouse is like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm working all day, and then, then come home, then, I, then all we do is talk about business all night because I'm getting the spouse up to speed on it versus, well, now that we're there, we're there together during the day, when we go home, we, we keep the business stuff separate more so than, than it was. It's still there, but it's not as much, right? But again, it, you can get lost. Also, very easily, yeah. very easily, and yeah. so th- that's where often some of the, some of the, the challenges go. You think back, okay, why, you know, why did you get together in the first place? And are the two of you kind of grown together? Are the two of you growing apart, or is, or is the friction of the business kind of creating some of the challenges? But it's a very common thing where people people will will, will lose sight of stuff and don't lose sight of it. Now, the, the the business side stuff can be adjusted, or you know, you can create another company. There's other things there. I mean, you know, so as you look at what's most important to you, and it's some people will say the business is more important than the marriage. And chances are they're probably acting that way. Is that good or bad? It's not good or bad. Again, we aren't here to judge. It, is, it is what it is. Yeah, it is. Right. That's how it evolves. But being yeah, able, A lot of those pitfalls can be avoided but by not going to visit with your spouse. <laughs> right. But uh, again, you know, these are these are key things. And we, we know for folks who, who have spouses who aren't involved in the company, again, the spouses <clears> can be somewhat involved. They're asking questions or they're, they're curious oftentimes. But tr- again, uh, I think this is a good a good note to kind of to kind of close the show up on, Jack, in terms of, again, don't lose sight of why you and your spouse got together in the first place. Don't, don't, don't let the business get in the way of that because chances are you were together before the business was. And so make sure you work at that, much like you work at anything else in your business but you know that's a key thing to make sure that that relationship's going to hold going to hold steady so those are a bunch of do's and don'ts and a bunch of pitfalls you want to hopefully try to avoid we try to squeeze stuff. it all yeah try to squeeze it all in here an hour it's it, it's tough at times but i think this is a very very good show so again if you have if you have a spouse in the company if you're thinking about bringing a spouse in the company if you know people have spouses in the company Listen to this show. Have them, you know, send them the podcast. Make sure this is, this is a good show for them to listen to. I think it would be very, very helpful. And if you want to chat, we're always, we're always look forward to that. You can get us at uh, radio at MaximumVP.com or give us a call at 877-849-0670. We're every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern on Dirty Secrets of Small Business. So if you, if you can learn more Dirty Secrets of Small Business next Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Hey, thanks for listening on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM and online, wintradio.com. Yeah, yeah.